Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Well, um, today God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. Ebenezer, for that's why the Lord has brought us. Hallelujah. If you are in church today, you are here by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to share with you a word of God that... uh, I'm going to share with you the word of God. It is the word of God. Only that it has been out of fashion. But it is the word of God. Hallelujah. Just that it has been out of fashion. In In our type of churches. But I tell you, see, the fact that we don't preach about some things or don't talk about some things does not mean that they are not relevant. Hallelujah. I, I just want to preach. I just want to preach the undiluted gospel to you. Hallelujah. So that God will know that I did my job. It's not for you to believe. Hallelujah. Seriously. I just want to preach the undiluted word. Amen. Amen. We have all sorts of preaching going on. But I tell you, let us stick to the truth. Hallelujah. Most of you probably have not heard this preaching before since you became charismatics. All the preaching you have heard is na double, double. I jump and take. But you know, this afternoon or this morning, I want to talk about eternity. Thank you. The Christians are clapping. The unbelievers are looking at me. (laughs) The believers are putting their hands together. I want to talk about what? Eternity. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amos chapter 4 verse 12 Amos chapter 4 verse 12 Therefore thus will I do unto thee O Israel and because I will do this unto thee prepare to meet thy God Thank you Prepare to meet thy God. Prepare. Prepare. Prepare to meet your God because one day you will meet your God and therefore prepare. Hallelujah. You will not be here forever. One day you will meet your God. One day I will meet my God. So prepare. You see, we don't preach these messages in churches nowadays. 
When you go for all night meetings, you see, it's it's very interesting. The amount when you go for all night meetings in some part of the world, the prayer, the fasting is prepared to come to America. Receive your visa. Take your visa. People are fasting and praying. They go around, they, they, there's actually a queue around the embassy and they are binding the consuls. Prepare to come to America. No, you may or may not come to America, but ask for God. Prepare to meet your God. It's guaranteed. Hallelujah. You see, and I want to share this with us because you see, you have to accept the reality that this world is not our home. Nah. It's not our home. Hallelujah. This world is not our final home. I'm telling you. Not that I'm telling you. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So if you, are, if you think this is all that it is, then you got it wrong. And if no preacher tells you that there's another place to go, then that preacher is deceiving you. This is not our final home. At all. Let nobody be deceived. Amen. Amen. Prepare. Prepare. It means that it means that this is a place to prepare. So whilst you are on earth, this is a preparatory ground. Prepare. Prepare the son. When we stand before your God, you will not be embarrassed. Hallelujah. Nobody can close the door because the noise is coming from the other side. Actually, please help me. If you can close that door, because yeah. prepare. Hallelujah. So we are on we are in this earth. To prepare. Our final destiny is heaven. Our final destiny is to meet God. So once you are on earth, you are supposed to prepare. Hallelujah. It's basically like you have an exam. You better prepare for it because when you don't prepare, the exam will you fail. Hallelujah. So you, you make a fool of yourself. When there's an exam in front of you, and instead of you preparing, you are going and you are swimming and you are dancing and you are playing the fool, you will fail because you have to prepare. Hallelujah. This world. He said, prepare to meet your God. Amen. Amen. And if we think of all that we have in Christ is this world. Let me show you this verse. Then, 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 it's, then it's a pity. There's a real pity. First Corinthians or pity. Somebody, I want to say pity. Somebody say pity, so I correct myself. <laughs> well, it depends on what, what school you went to. Pity or pity. First Corinthians 15, 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. It said, in this life only, no, it begins with if. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Hey. Yeah. If. If all that we believe God for is for this earth, then we are miserable. Then we are of all men most miserable. If all I believe Jesus, I'm a Christian, I'm born again, it's for this earth. Then you are most of most men miserable. Hallelujah. Can you give me this verse in the New Living Translation? So we can understand it more. And if we, have, if we have hope in Christ only for this life, and if we have hope in Christ only for this life, we are the most miserable people in the world. If all that we 
believe God for is this world, then we are the most miserable people in the world. Message Bible. Message. Message. Hey. Ah, I just want that particular verse. 19. Hey, where are you, brother? Hey. Oh, you don't have 19 in your Bible. I see, so. Nineteen, sorry. No. Go back. Nineteen is not here at all. Okay, here. Here, take it from the middle. If all we got, you see, here, from the middle. If all we got out of Christ, okay? Uh-huh. If all we got out of Christ, it's a little inspiration for a few short years. We are a pretty sorry lot. If all you got from this life, a little inspiration from Christ, then you are a pretty sorry lot. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, what I want to share with you is that, you see, because of our, our present lack, our present lack, and our present needs, and what we don't have. We sort of think that all Christianity is about for God to give you something. To the extent that the concept of heaven is very remote. Very, very remote. Very few of us wake up thinking about heaven. Our prayer is not about heaven. Our fasting is not about heaven. Our songs is not about heaven. Do you know about my brother? And the love of the world. Do not love the things that are in the world. You see, everything about us is the world. Because of our present lack. Our present need. We think we are in heaven when God gives you a job. We think you are in heaven when God gives you a car. You think you are in heaven when God gives you a husband. You see, you see, you see, you see it's our, our lack and our need has made us become so earthly minded. We are not thinking of heaven. Heaven is remote. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. It is beautiful for God to give you a car. It is beautiful for God to give you a house. It is beautiful for God to give you a husband. And I believe God for those things. I am a believer. I believe God for those things. But it's a mistake to think that that's the ultimate. Do not love the world, my sister. And the last of the last of whatever that song is. <laughs> look, it's, it's a mistake. I believe, look, ever since I came here, I've been dedicating houses. And I keep, I keep on dedicating people's houses in this church. And once I'm here, you, you will get your house. I will dedicate it for you. It's, it's just a grace of God upon my life. So once I'm here, don't worry. Ask for a house, you will get one. And I will dedicate it. And best of all, to be debt free. I think I've been here for only. Five, six months. I've taken almost six houses. Since I came, yeah. So don't worry. Don't tell me about don't worry. This prophet, he can give you a house. 
I mean, that's why that I'm not worried about it. You don't believe it? No, no, no. It's a grace. But don't focus on those things. Hallelujah. You see, because our lack, our lack has made us equate heaven to our daily needs. You see, don't, 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 don't belittle God. God is in your house. God is bigger than your God is bigger than your school. Hallelujah. We need to be eternity conscious. Amen. Amen. Prepare. You know, it's like, it's like you, are, you have an exam. You're going to write an exam. And just to help you study, I'll bring you espresso. Coffee. The coffee is just to help you to prepare for the exam. The coffee is not the ultimate. Is somebody hearing me? The coffee is just to prepare, help you to study. To warm you up, to keep you awake so you can pass the exam. So if you drink the coffee and you don't study, what is the use? What is the use? So God is not, God is not against giving us our little needs. But it is all in the context of preparing to meet him one day. Hallelujah. Amen. So, don't let us belittle God. One day, you stand. So, everyone said, prepare, prepare. Make the effort. Be conscious of it. Be conscious of it. Let us be conscious that one day. You see, people don't talk about eternity. People don't talk about salvation. Look, to prepare to meet that God simply means that make sure that when you die, you go to heaven. That's what it means. I, 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 I can't put it in any other... It means that make sure that when you die, you go to heaven. That's all. Hallelujah. Because if you don't put things in the right place, and you can die and go to hell. So prepare. It also means that make sure that when you stand before God, you will not be ashamed. Make sure that when you stand before your maker, you will not be ashamed. That's a song. When I go to heaven, heaven, sing it. I'll take a seat on a lonely bench by the fields of heaven. I'll sit and think about my life. The life, I live, the life I live, the things I did, the, things I did. the places I went, I, I hope I'll never say, I regret the way I, I, the way I live, I hope I'll never say, I hope I'll never say. Please let me go Please let me go back. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Can I go back to do some more? I don't want to say. I want to go back. I don't want to say. I want to go back. Amen. That's what it means. Prepare. 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 
One, to make sure that you will meet God in the first place. And then two, when you meet God, you will not be ashamed. Hallelujah. You know, how many here, if, how many here have heard about, or how many of you know the word, or have heard about the word rapture? If you raise your hand, it means you know I'll come and ask you. So if you're not sure, put your hand down. <laughs> Once again, because if, once your hand is up, it means you know, so I'm coming to ask you. So how many have heard about the word, or how many know about the rapture? <laughs> now, let's answer now. <laughs> now, I can see that the hand, initially a lot of hands went up. And when I ask again, I'm coming to ask you, the hands are not down. <laughs> rapture. You see, it, it, it is sad. It is sad that not all Christians even know about the rapture. But the first thing you should know about after you go see is about the rapture. Hallelujah. There is something called the rapture. Amen. Amen. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15 1 Corinthians 15 There are sure scriptures. There's a lot of verses in the Bible about eternity. 1 Corinthians 15 15. Now, King James, 1550, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot, cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither that corruption inherit incorruption. Next verse. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed. Next verse. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at, at the last trump, not this trump, maybe it's another trump coming. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's the last trump, I don't know. Maybe we are in the hour of the last trump. Which even makes the rapture even more eminent. You may never know. This is the era of the last trump. Hmm. In the moment, at the the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Continue. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. The Bible says that if we, if we are not dead and we are still alive, there is a day called the rapture where the heavens will open. Oh yeah, it will happen. It will happen. And, the, and, with the, and, the, and the, with the sound of the trumpet and the angels shall come with the king of glory. The Bible said that those who died in Christ, if you are dead in Christ, suddenly they will rise up. If that's if you died in Christ. And will be caught up to meet him. And those who are alive, if you are alive by that time, I don't know when the rapture will be, but if 
you are alive at that time, and the rapture can be tomorrow. The last trump. It can be tonight. And those who are alive will be changed. And immortality will, will, our body will change because this body is weak. This body is lustful. This body is corrupt. This body cannot go to heaven. So it will be changed. And I pray for you that that day you are saved. And pray that, can you imagine, you, 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 be, you, you will be in an Uber and the Uber driver is born again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the guy leaves the car. Here you are. You are not saved. And we'll be touched if you're on a flight and the pilot is saved. <laughs> it's serious. And if you are in church and you are not born again, you, you'll be surprised. I will be long gone. We, just, we, shall leave with, uh, we live with the instruments and the keyboard. I will be long gone. I long gone. I hope you will be with me. Be long gone. Leave it. I will leave these ones. I'll be long gone. Fast. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's the rapture. And it will happen. Listen to me. It will happen. Listen to me. It will happen. Either in your lifetime or after you are dead. But as for the rapture, it will happen. It is as true as John 3.16 at the sound of the last trump. Mortal shall put on immortality. Next verse. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and the mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written: Death is swallowed up in victory. The final enemy of mankind is death, and that day death will be swallowed up in victory. Amen. Hallelujah! Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of, uh, of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us as the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Next verse. This is, this is Bible message, okay? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If you are a Christian, put your hands together for the Lord. If you are a believer. I say if you are a believer. I say if you are a believer. I say if you are a believer. Then put your hands together for the Lord. Therefore, therefore, the word therefore means because of this. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. Because that one day the trumpet will sound and we'll be caught up in heaven and this flesh will be changed. Therefore be steadfast. Unmovable. Be steadfast. It means be steady. Don't change. No matter the circumstances. No matter the difficulties. Stay on course. Because one day the trumpet will sound. Fast. Don't 
shake you. Don't let situation shake you. Be on course. Therefore, that's what a therefore means. Therefore, because this is not our final home and it's a preparatory ground, don't let sickness, don't let death, don't let anything shake you. Be on course. Be steady. So, so I find it funny when the sister came to tell me that reverend, well, I've given the Lord up to this year. If I don't marry, I'm leaving the church. Shame on you. <laughs> You are giving the Lord an ultimatum that 2019 you must marry. If 20, 20, December 31st, 2019, I'm not married, Reverend, I'm not coming for the all night prayer meeting. I've left church. Shame on you. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abound knowing. Hallelujah. Because this world is not a home. Prepare. We are only preparing. It's a preparatory ground. So be steadfast. Unmovable. Don't let your present need make you curse God. Preaching to you. And I will add the second part. The lack of those things that's not me, God is not with you. I'm preaching to you. Having a car that's not me, God is with you. And not having a car that's not me, God is with you. God is more than a car. Having a house that's not me, God is with you. And I'm not having that. that it, God is more than a house. Passing your exam, that's not me, God is with you. And failing, that's not me, God. It, it's more than that. Just stop belittling God. Neither is dying young. That's not me, God is with you. Let me tell you something. Great men of God died young. This is that at 33. John the best 31. What is your excuse? Yes, we believe God to live old. That's our faith. But none of this thing that's not me, God is not with you. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. Always abounding. Knowing very well. Knowing very well. Knowing very well. Knowing very well. Listen to me. If you. I'm going back to my example. If you are to write an exam and I brought you coffee so you can study and then because the coffee spilled, you will not write the exam? Well, the coffee you brought me spilled so I won't write. You will fail. The coffee was just to help you. It's not the ultimate thing. Is somebody hearing me? So God, God's provision for us is just to help and the lack of it does not mean God is not with you. Oh, please. Please. If God is houses and cars, then if God is houses and cars and property, then Bill Gates is the most spiritual person. Because he has more than what you are praying for. Hallelujah. I'm preaching the word of God. Eternity. Eternity. Hallelujah. How ready are you? How ready are you? How ready are me? Matthew chapter 22 verse 8. Matthew 22 verse 8. Matthew 22 verse 8. Then said he to his servants, The wedding is ready. The wedding is ready. But they which were bidden were not worthy. 
wedding is ready. But those who are invited are not ready. The wedding is ready. But those that are bidding are not ready. Listen, if somebody invites you to come to a wedding, the person expects you to come in a, a nice dress. You don't appear in somebody's wedding in a pajamas. Then you are not ready. Then you are not ready. Once they will stop you at the gate. You are coming to uh, this guy's wedding. You are wearing pajamas. No. There will be no entry. The wedding is ready. See? The wedding is ready. But they which were bidding were not ready. I pray that you will be ready. I said I pray that you will be ready. In Matthew chapter 24 verse 44. Matthew 24, 44. Therefore, therefore, be ye also ready. For in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Always be ready. Tell your neighbor, be ready. Say, be ready. If I ask him, are you ready for the wedding? Are you ready for the feast? Preaching a serious measure to you. Look, I'm not talking to you about cars. I'm not talking about jobs. I'm not talking about husbands. I'm talking about eternity. Hallelujah. I'm talking about something that is sure to happen to all of us. Hallelujah. And therefore, we have to be ready. Be therefore ready. Amen. Make sure that at the sound of the trumpet, you are ready. Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you about, please don't be left behind. I'm serious. We go to churches, we hear different messages. I'm not against those messages, but look, come back to the real deal. Hey, don't use your present lack to judge God. What you don't know is that God has eternity to bless you. That's what you don't know. He has eternity to bless you. With God, your life does not end on earth. It continues in heaven. He has eternity to bless you. So don't judge God by your present lack. Once again, the Christians are clapping. Yes. Like I said, the Christians are clapping. God has eternity to make it up to you. So why are you using your 60, 70 year old, 25 year old not to judge him? When the trumpet sound, will you be ready? Are you ready for the feast? A story is told of a brother. It's probably a joke. I don't know why that is true, but it's a joke. Who, who, who was serving the Lord? He was an usher. <laughs> he was an usher serving the Lord and then somewhere he backslid <laughs> he backslid then in his backsliding stage he went to have some affair with a lady this usher and the story goes on that whilst he was trying to do his best with the lady 
in the bed. And the lady's house was by the roadside. So they were both naked and the guy was up and down doing. <laughs> and the house was by the roadside. Then there was an 18 wheeler which was driving past by. And there was traffic. So when the 18 wheeler got to the house, the guy, the guy blew the horn. And when the brother who has read 1 Corinthians 15 at the sound of the last trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> so this brother who had read this verse when he heard that the 18 wheel out it was very oh, he jumped Lord, Lord leave me behind oh God <laughs> he knew that Charlie the rapture has happened and he's left behind quickly oh God oh God I beg you don't leave me behind then look at someone's eighteen twelve. From that day, he stopped on the case. Now the last time. <laughs> Be ready. You know, one day we'll meet him. I say one day we'll meet him. You don't know. You don't know how, what a joy it will be. One day we'll meet him. I say one day we'll meet him. I say one day we'll meet him. Let's keep serving God. Let's, ha- let's stop having regrets. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Let's keep serving God so that when we depart from earth, we'll have no regrets. Do your best for God. In fact, that is, I'll conclude by reading there's a verse I love. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 23 verse 10. Numbers 23.10 Who can count who can count the dust of Jacob and the number of the poor pharaohs? That, that's, that's a question. But the part B. Let me die the death of the righteous. Let me die the death of the righteous. I pray to you that when it's time for you to go, you will die the death of the righteous. Let me die because not every death is the death of the righteous. I can't lie to you. Let me die. He said, let me die the death of the righteous. In other words, when it's time for me to die, I have no regrets. Let me die. I shall die, I will die. But God, let me die the death of the righteous. Let me not die with regrets. Let me not die with unforgiveness. Let me not die with problems. Let me not die in sin. Let me not die a backslider. Let me die the death of the righteous. I'm preaching. Like when when I am caught up, I know that I died in Christ. Let me die the death of the righteous. Let not, let, not, let, 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 let not me die with question marks. Not sure. Let me die. The Bible says, 
full of glory and his son Solomon reigned in his stead. Let me die the death of the righteous. Let me die the death of the righteous. Let me die. Let me die looking forward to eternity. Yeah. He said, let me die the death of the righteous. It's my prayer. And it's my prayer for you too. Amen. That may you die the death of the righteous. Amen. Let me die. Yeah. Listen, I'm believing God to live long. I am believing God to live long. And you must also believe God to live long. Or you don't believe it? I say you don't believe it? Yes, I'm believing God to live long. But, uh, but with, that, with all that said, nobody knows when they will die. But my prayer is that, Lord, let me die the death of the righteous. Don't let me die a bitter person. Don't let me die an unforgiving person. Don't let me die a backslider. Don't let me die in shame. Lord, don't let me die in reproach. Let me die the death of the righteous. For the Bible says, and David, he died in a good old age, full of riches, full of honor, and the Lord was with him. And his son, Solomon, reigned in his stead. That's the death of the righteous. Amen. I don't know when I will die. Not that do you know when you die. We all believe in God to live long. But when that day comes, maybe the death of the righteous. Hallelujah. You see, let me give you an example. You see, let me give you examples of people who were not afraid to die. Yeah. Because they knew they have run their race. Paul said, I've, I've fought a good fight. I've run my race. Hallelujah. Look, you look very afraid. Tell me, but you're not dying now. I don't know why you look very... When you talk about that, the people are... Look, Tell your neighbor you are not dying now. All that the man of God is saying that you died the death of the righteous. I can tell you something even deeper. But I don't, I don't think you can handle it. Can you handle it? Are you sure? Look, if, if, you, are, if you backslide and sin and, and at, the age, at the age of 7, 80, and die a sinner at 80, then it's better to die righteous at 25. If you can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Some famous quotes. Adoram Jackson. He was a missionary. Dog, he was a missionary to India. He went to Burma. Okay? He preached the gospel. His first wife died. He came back, married again. Second wife died. Then came back to America, married a third wife called Emily. And then went back again. And while he was there, he got sick. He was a missionary of dysentery, dengue fever in those days. And in the sick bed, this is what Adoram Jackson said. I am not tired. He said, this is the letter he wrote to his wife on his dying bed. I am not tired of the work God has given me. I am not tired of the work. If you think I am tired, I've gone and come, go and you think I'm tired, I'm not tired. 
Then he said, if Christ calls me home, I will go with the gladness of a boy bouncing from school. You know when boys, when children are going, to, a child, you know when children are going to school, they are crying. But as soon as school, when they are coming home. <laughs> you know how children whine when they are going to school? But as soon as school is over, they come bouncing. And he said, if the Lord Christ, Christ is to call me home, I will go joyfully with the bouncing of a child. And I'm not tired of this week. That is the death of the righteous. William Shakespeare, for those of you who did literature. William Shakespeare. Yeah, this is what Shakespeare wrote when he's about to die. He said, I commend my soul into the hand of God, my creator. Hoping and assuredly believing through the only merit of Jesus Christ, my savior. To be made a partaker of life everlasting. And my body to the earth whereof it was made. You think you are the only person who knows literature? I also know literature. <laughs> my wife thinks the only person who knows literature. I also know Shakespeare. I may not know Macbeth, but I will know the, li- the last dying words of Shakespeare. Don't ask me about Macbeth. I don't know Macbeth. I don't, le- I don't learn useless stuff. <laughs> Okay, I learned important things. <laughs> I went to a good school. I learned, I learned Archimedes. I learned science principles. I learned botany. I learned, I learned important things. Fertilization and zygote, binary fusion. I did not learn Macbeth and what are the books of Shakespeare? What are they? What Romeo? Who? Romeo and Juliet. Then what else? Huh? Julius Caesar. Oh, I remember Julius Caesar. Of the man's construction is not seen in the face. I remember that one. That's who. <laughs> That's who. That's Macbeth. It's you, it's you. Even when I'm trying. <laughs> I just says who? A two. I may not know. I may not know Shakespeare. I may not know Macbeth. Romeo and Julian, but I know his dying words. He says, I commend my soul to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he said. Amen. Amen. John Wesley, the greatest founder of the Methodist Church, on his dying bed, he looked, an old man, he looked, see, I'm talking about the death of the righteous. He looked and told the people in the room, the best of all, God. It's with us. Farewell. Then he died. The death of the righteous. He says the best of all. The best of all. God is with us. Farewell. May I die. The death of the righteous. And I love the last one. Billy Graham. See I'm talking about righteous people. Billy Graham. Billy Graham, when he was about to like his old age, he said, one day, one day, you will hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't believe a word of it. I am more alive than ever. 
Oh, let the Christians clap their hands. That's what Billy Graham said. He said, one day, one day you hear that. That's how he said, one day you hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't believe a word of it. I am more alive than ever because he had eternity in mind. May I die the death of the righteous? One day you hear Reverend Osai is dead. Don't believe a word of it. I'll be more alive than ever. I'll be skipping and hopping in the streets of Jerusalem, Golden Streets. Don't believe a word of it. That's what Billy Graham said. Say, one day you hear Billy, don't believe. I am more alive than ever. John Wesley said, and the best of all, and the best of all, God is with us. Farewell. Hallelujah. Church. You know? And this is, this is, this is what the Bible called the cloud of witness in Hebrews. It said, therefore, being encompassed with so great a cloud, a cloud, a cloud, show me that verse. We are encompassed with a cloud of witnesses. Let us therefore run the race. In other words, these are the people who have gone ahead of us and they are looking from heaven and they are cheering us on. That run the race. Be steadfast. Keep running. Don't give up. Best of all, best of all, best of all, God is with us. Hebrews 12 from Peter says, Cloud of witnesses. They are watching. They are clapping. They, they, they are looking at the little setback that you had and say, Don't give up. They are looking at the little problem you had and say, Don't give up. They are looking at the little mistake and say, Don't give up. They are clapping. Best of all, God is going to keep running. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, for my dear. Be surrounded. Wherefore, seeing also, wherefore, seeing also, we are compassed about with so great a cloud. It's a cloud of witnesses. And this one doesn't refer to angels. It refers to the saints who are taking the lead. Billy Graham, John Wesley, Adam Jackson, whoever is ahead of us, they are all watching and they are clapping. They are clapping that run. Run the race. Run the race. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Best of all. Tell me about best of all. God is with us. I like William. Just say best of all. God is with us. Do you think John Wesley was afraid to die? I said, do you think John Wesley was afraid to die? Do you think Admiral Jackson was afraid to die? Do you think Shakespeare was afraid to die? Do you think Billy Graham was afraid to die? Oh. The dead of the righteous. Hallelujah. So what, am I, so what I want to say for this service is that in conclusion, in conclusion, Back to Amos 4.12. In conclusion, what I'm trying to share with us is that our singing, our praising, our prayer, our work, our marrying, 
even our divorce, whatever the situation may be, all of them should be geared towards preparing to meet our God. Hallelujah. If I preach to you, if I spend hours counseling about you and your husband, yes, even though I am, even though it is about your marriage, my aim is to prepare, prepare, prepare you to meet your God. Everything I do for you as a pastor has one aim, to prepare you to meet your God. That's all. That's it. If I pray for you to get a job, it has only one aim, to prepare to meet your God. If I dedicate your child, it has only one aim. All that I'm trying is preparing you to meet your God. So whatever you do in church, whether you play the keyboard, you play the keyboard, you play the drums, you play the guitar, it is, that is not your ultimate goal. It is all to prepare you to meet God. So that when you stand before God, you will not be ashamed. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. If God blesses you with a good marriage, whereby your wife is scratching you back and forth, it is all preparation to meet God. Don't replace God with a wife. Is somebody hearing me? If God bless you with a good husband, who is so nice, he both provides and cooks and cleans. Very, usually there's one that cleans but doesn't provide. There's one that provides doesn't clean. If you get both. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, that's how they come. There's the cleaning type who does not provide, and there's the providing type who does not clean. But if God blesses you with both the provider and the clean, please, it's not meant for it's not meant for you to feel clean. Just prepare. It is a preparation for you to meet your God. If you get the clean provider. you ladies are very interested in the clean provider. <laughs> the, he said that's the ultimate. He said that's the ultimate. He's, looking for, he's not only looking for a provider, nor a cleaner, a cleaning provider. Hey! Prepare to meet your God. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is all about. It's prepare. Prepare. Hallelujah. Yeah. If God gives you a difficult wife, it is all preparation. Prepare. <laughs> prepare to meet your God. Even though she is very difficult, just prepare. It's a preparation to meet God. No, an unreasonable husband. Take it and look. It's a preparation to meet God. Look, whatever you do on earth, always have this mind. Prepare to meet your God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this morning, I have a prayer. And my prayer is what I shared with you in Numbers. Lord, may I die the death of the righteous. Lord, may I die the death of the righteous. Amen. Including, it means that when you die, there will be no confusion. That there's confusion, chaos, commotion. What, what is that? 
when I get to heaven, I don't want to say I want to come back. I don't want to have any regrets. When I stand before my maker, I want him to look at me and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what I'm waiting to hear from the Lord. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I don't want to have regrets. Hallelujah. Prepare. Prepare. That's the prayer. Prepare to meet your God. Hallelujah. Listen. I am strong. Look. I believe strongly. God will provide your needs. I am a believer in Jehovah Jireh. The Lord my provider. I say I'm a firm believer in Jehovah Jireh. The Lord my provider. And God has always provided for me. I told you some time ago. If you come and ask me a million dollars, I can't really give it to you. But if I have to make up for a million dollars, somehow by tomorrow I'll get it. Because God always provides. God, I believe in Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. And God will provide for you. God will keep you. God will protect you. But it is all just the coffee to study for the exam. The main thing is still to pass the exam. The main thing is to prepare to meet your problem. So don't let our present lack limit us or shortchange us. We must still look at eternity. Yeah. I believe strongly. Many of you will own your own homes and I will dedicate it. I say many of you will own your homes and I will dedicate it. Many of you will marry and I will officiate your wedding. Many of you will have children and I will dedicate your babies. Many of you will all have businesses and I will open the businesses. I, receive, I believe you strongly. Now it's all preparation. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the other side is true. The lack of those things does not mean God is not with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Prepare. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just want to end this service by all of us praying. And Lord, may I die the death of the righteous. That's my message. This is my prayer for you this afternoon. Lord, pray that prayer. May I die the death of the righteous. Let me not die a backslider. Don't let me die in shame. Don't let me die in disgrace. Don't let me die missing heaven. Lord, may I die the death of the righteous. Stand up to your feet and let's pray. And pray that prayer for yourself. Pray. Pray that you may not die. Everybody pray for a few minutes. Pray, pray that prayer. Lord, help me. That may, I, may I die the death of the righteous. May I die like David in a good old age, full of wisdom. Everybody pray. I, I believe what we need to pray. May I not let behind. Pray. May I die the death of the righteous. May I not die in disgrace. May I not die in shame. May I not die with regret, O God. May I not let die missing heaven, O God. May I die. May I die. May I die the death of the righteous. My candelier Baba, serving you steadfast. May I die in the Lord. May I die the Lord. If the Lord comes, if the rapture delays, and I die, may I die in the Lord. Let me not die by sleeping. Let me not die by sleeping. Let me not die on one.
that Lord, if I have to come home, may I die in Christ. Amen. That is why I'm preaching so passionately. The games are over. We can't joke anymore. Yes. Prepare to meet your God. Amen. So if you are not born again, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. For a few seconds that is left, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Yes. Take a decision. Yes. I see your hand. Yes. Take a decision. More people are here. Don't, don't, don't joke. No, no, this is not it. Yes. Let your hand go up. Amen. Decision time. Decision time. Amen. Will you die in Christ? Will you die in the Lord? I'm not talking about your good works. I'm not talking about your right, your morality. I'm talking about are you are you do you know Jesus Christ? Yes. There is room at the cross. I see your hand, my dear sister. More, more, more. Yeah, don't joke, don't joke. You see, don't joke. Don't joke. The games are over. It's between you and your God. Yes, I see your hand. Let your hand go up higher. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, more, more. Don't, don't, don't play. It's not time for games. This is the day of salvation. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm not talking whether you are a Catholic, you are a Methodist, you are a Charismatic, you are a Pentecostal. I'm talking about do you know Jesus? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about are you ready to meet your God? 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 And Lord said, prepare, prepare, prepare. Prepare. I see your hands up. Prepare to meet God. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? It's not another time. It's not another day. God bless you. 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 Are you ready? 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 Oh, are you ready? Let your hand go up. I'm not joking at all. I'm not joking. And if you are serious and you lifted your hand, come. I'm waiting for you. Come, 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 come. I'll pray for you. Come, I'll pray for you. You lifted up your hand. Come, I'll pray for you. Put your hands ready for them. I love you. I'm not joking at all. Prepare, 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 prepare. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Everybody come. Prepare. Oh, my dear, I love you. Prepare. This is the day of salvation. Prepare. Prepare, prepare. Look, you see, you can't be in church for a while, but you're not a Christian. You can't be in church, but you're not a Christian. Are you ready? 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't joke. You see, a lot of people will joke with this thing. Oh, we just, we just buried a young man. We just buried a young man in the prime of his life. Are you ready? 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 Thank you. I love you, my dear Say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I stand before you as a sinner. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Cleanse me. I want to be righteous. I want to be righteous. I want to die the death of the righteous. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to go to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. What's your name again? I'd like to talk to you. I love you. The death of the righteous. Put your hands together for them. Hallelujah.
hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.